When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. All right, welcome back to Geek Corner, brought to you by the Coach Steve Show. Logan is back. He is recovered. He has seen Thor: Love and Thunder. We can now 
come on and talk about it. This is a segment to talk about TV and movies, but it's technically Marvel. It's been nothing else. There's been other Mostly, TV shows. Yeah. yeah. Mostly Mar- Marvel. Until Black Adam comes out, but that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother. But Logan is back. Uh, finally yeah. saw the movie, so Logan's here. Yep. Uh, these, I'm excited. These geek corners aren't the same. I try it by myself, and it's just not the yeah, same. Yeah, I haven't listened to your most recent one when you talked about this because I wanted to come in fresh. Uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to hear any of your thoughts beforehand. So, uh, but yeah, I know uh, I was a little late getting to getting to see this one. Usually I'm there on opening night. I know you had texted me opening night and uh, unfortunately I was a little under the weather. Um, if you get where I'm saying and uh, wasn't able to get out to see it until uh, this week. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad I, glad I did had a fun time with it and uh, I'm excited to talk about it. Got a lot of things to say. Although I will say this I, before we even get started, I don't think I have nearly as much to say about this movie as I did Doctor Strange. Take that for what it is. Yeah. Take that for what it's worth. Um, I won't go any for further detail in this exact moment, but I just don't think that I have nearly as much to say. Yeah. So spoiler warning for Thor Love and Thunder. Um I always give my small take on it. Then Logan goes in more detail because he's more professional in, in what he sees in movies more than I am. But I will tell you this. I don't know about you. Walking into Doctor Strange, I was more stressed going in a little bit. And what I mean by stressed is the theories start running through your mind of what's going to happen and you're kind of waiting for it. Yep. This movie, I had no nothing. The only theory I ever saw or or whatever was is this Thor's last movie, which was justified in asking that question because yeah. Captain America or not Captain America, Steve Rogers is gone, Tony's gone, you know, Black Widow's gone, Hawkeye seems like he's handing over the mantle, so it's like right. it's a legitimate question, and that was it. Like they already said, like there should be no multiverse thing going on. Like this is just going to be, you know, a fun movie. And that's what it was. So I literally got to sit there, turn my brain off, watch the movie, enjoy myself. Um, there was no like on the edge of my seat of like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Um, I do have critiques to it, which we can talk about later. There are right. some. Um, some that I don't understand why. Uh, but it was a fun movie. I do like it. There is a case to me made that it's better than Thor Ragnarok. There's a case that it's not. And that's okay. It is perfectly fine. Either way, people made a case that it was better. Some said it wasn't. And I said, that's fine. They're both very similar type movies. Um, Same type of humor. Just like Thor Ragnarok, to me, there was some forced humor. But in this movie, there was some seriousness to it. And when it was serious, they were serious. Um, I liked how it wasn't always colorful. When Christian Bale was on screen, you got that darker tone that it was supposed to be. Um, I, I love Chris Hemsworth. I think he kills it as Thor. Um, some parts were weird, uh, um, but like any Thor movie, it's going to be a little weird. Um, I think that's my whole generalization of it. Um, some people hated it. Some people did not like this movie. I don't hate it. Someone said Thor Dark World was better, and I had to pump the brakes. I said it's not. Like, this movie is better than Thor the Dark World. Like, But it was a fun movie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Jane Foster back was cool to see her back. Um Yep. You know, there's some critiques I have with that character. There's critiques I have with, you know, 
Christian Bale could use more screen time and all that stuff. And yeah, um, but I thought he killed it as a villain, going from being the Batman who is arguably a hero, then doing a villain. I thought he did well being the yep. villain. Um, but I thought he could use more screen time. I thought, you know, the runtime could have been longer. Um, again, kind of like what you said, how are we pushing the story forward? Will we find out in Guardians 3 how this pushed it forward? Maybe that's what it's going for. I don't know. Um, the the post credit scene, where is that leading it to, you know, and all that stuff. So that's my general overization of it. Uh, we can go in more detail after your thoughts, but that's my whole general thought walking out. And I don't have to go see it twice. Doctor Strange, I feel like I had to go see it twice to really like feel what's going on yeah. with it. This one I don't. I'm like, I walked out of there all I was fine. But So you covered a lot right there. Um I didn't mean to, but that was partly my No, st- that's fair. And I agree with you on most everything you just said. Um I went into this movie expecting Hoping for a movie that I would enjoy as much as I enjoyed Ragnarok. Yep. Um, I did not have, as you said, and as you mentioned that you had, I had no real theories going into this movie that I was hoping to see played out. Mm -hmm. They weren't teasing anything in the trailers that was going to indicate anybody was going to show up in this movie that I wasn't expecting to see. (laughs) Um, So, like, I was able to go. And I also waited a few days um several days actually before i saw it not and then i did i was pretty proud of myself for being able to avoid as much as possible um but i feel like had there been something earth shattering i probably couldn't have avoided Mm -hmm. um so i think i also knew in my mind like this movie is not going to change anything for me this is just going, going to be a thor movie will i like it i don't know we'll see um i enjoyed it I, I had a I had a fun time at the movies with with Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, just some general thoughts. Um, I I don't think it can hold a candle to Ragnarok. Um, I don't think it comes anywhere close to matching that magic of mm-hmm. what that movie was. Um, I think it's leaps and bounds ahead of Love and, of um, the Dark World. Yep. Um, I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the original Thor, but I think you can probably make an argument that the original Thor is a better movie mm-hmm. than Thor Love and Thunder. Um, I'm not really going to sit here and, and pick nits on that because I don't think it's really that important of a conversation. Right. But I think you can make that argument. Um, I agree with you. Chris Hemsworth is great in this role. Uh, the The change that was made with Ragnarok having Taika Waititi come in and do that movie was very necessary for that character. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, that was dead. Thor love it earth. I hope I don't keep doing that. Thor, the dark world killed that franchise. Yes. Like it was, that was a terrible movie. Um, the first one wasn't great, but the dark world was just abysmal. Mm-hmm. And Chris Hemsworth was not having fun with that movie, with that franchise, with that character. So what Taika Waititi did to come into Thor Ragnarok and breathe a whole new freshness into that franchise, into that character was huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Then he comes off and does this one and he tries to replicate some of the same stuff and some of it works. Um, Some of it doesn't, which is okay. It's, it's not a perfect movie. It was never going to be a perfect movie. Right. Um, 
but Chris Hemsworth was great. Uh, Christian Bale, I thought was excellent. I agree with you. I wish we would have got more of him. Um, for being Gore the God Butcher, there wasn't a lot of God butchering. Right. Um, that was probably my biggest, the biggest negative I have about this movie isn't really that much of a negative. It's more of, there should have been more to this movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I, usually with these Marvel movies and these big blockbuster movies, we say they're too damn long. But this is now the second movie in a row that the MCU has given us that I don't think was long enough. Mm-hmm. I felt that way about Doctor Strange, and I felt that way about this movie. I think there was some exposition that we just didn't get. Um, I mean, they went right in on the Gore story right at the very beginning, so we at least got some of his backstory. Uh, but some of the Jane stuff I felt was really rushed. Yes. Um, her relationship with the Valkyrie just was kind of, okay, it exists. Cool. We move on. I just kind of wish we would have gotten more of that. So I do think this movie could have stood to be about 20 minutes longer. Yep. Um, now I do know there are plenty of reports out there that says they cut out a lot from this movie. I heard at one point there was a draft of this movie that was four hours long. Yep. Um, they cut out a lot of other parts. I do believe Jeff, Jeff Goldblum had, had filmed. Uh-huh part for this movie that was cut. Peter Dinklage had filmed something for this movie that was cut. Uh, Lena Headey from uh, Game of Thrones fame uh, had something shot for this movie that was cut out. Um, so I, and I heard somebody else say, and I don't, again, I don't know the, the validity of all of this. I'm not in Hollywood. I don't know everything. I'm just hearing what other people tell me, but somebody had said that it was, they had to cut a lot for it to come down from an R rating, which, mm. <coughs> I can, I have a hard time believing that, but at the same time, like, there was nothing about that movie that screamed R. Now, no. granted, the Gore character was scary. Uh-huh. Um, I, somebody, one of my other friends, I texted him after I saw it. He said, oh, you saw the movie for six-year-olds. And I thought, I don't think I would take a six-year-old to this movie. I mean, the Gore stuff, like, he was... He was horrifying. My, yes. my comment when I first saw his these images from the trailer was nightmare fuel. Like right. he just as a whole was nightmarish. Um, but the movie as it's as a whole, the, in terms of the the rating and everything, I don't know what all they had to do. Um, but I thought Christian Bale was great. My um, my Christian Bale comment is I think he was really channeling Heath Ledger. Yes, I think he had seen what Heath had done um, in their movie together, um, and there was there was definitely some some Heath Ledger in this performance. So overall, with the movie, I enjoyed it. Uh, I, I yeah, I have plenty of comments that I can say things they could have done differently or whatever, but I thought it was fine. I think it's just another entry into the phase four catalog, which that's a conversation we can have towards the end of the show is phase four in general and where this whole thing is going, because that is certainly up for debate. But for this movie, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I I had no expectations. I didn't have super high expectations going into it. uh, And I, I was pleasantly, pleasantly pleased with, with what happened. I compared it on my spoiler, my spoiler free one. I compared it to WandaVision and Falcon, the Winter Soldier, because you remember all the WandaVision stuff. And I compare that to Doctor Strange, because like both of them, we had these wild, uh, you know, these theories written. And then we all I was, you know, having these thoughts. And then when Falcon, the Winter Soldier came out right after 
he just turned your brain off and was like, this is like a Captain America movie. Yep. And I compared it to the same way. We were all stressed out and wondering what's going to happen with this movie. And then we get disappointed. And then this movie is a, it is what it is. This is a Thor yep. movie. And we had fun with it. So I compared it to that. Um, that is a good point you said about Christian Bale. I saw that where someone said he is like Heath Ledger. And then yeah. when you think about how he was doing the character, that is true. Like he had a switch to be able to do it on and off. Um, there was an interview where he was supposed to be bigger. Like he, they wanted him to lift and get bigger for this role, but he was doing a movie where he had to be skinnier and then immediately had to go fly and do this. So they said, well, how can this character fight with Thor who's big and muscular? And they said, well, let's give this sword power that lets him do that. And he was able to run with it. Um, again, like you said, the criticism was, um, like you said, Okay, he's this god butcher. They had those calls where he's like killing people. It would have been nice to see some battles with Gore and these gods and like killing them. Um, you know, how fast does this take place? When does this take place? You know, in the timeline, which we won't know till it comes out on Disney Plus and they put it on there. Um, and I also felt like they made the same mistake as Doctor Strange of let's just start. Like this movie's starting, let's just start. The only movie that I know of that can immediately start like that was Infinity War because it immediately picks up and starts. And then Spider-Man No Way Home it immediately starts. But they found that nice little flow of like, okay, we can calm down a little bit and then go. Doctor Strange is like, boom, 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 boom. This movie, boom, 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 boom. And like, yeah. let's just go. Let's just start it and let's go. I don't know if that's a mistake that's going to be keep. It's not even a mistake, but like when you do that, and yeah. then it feels rushed when the time runtime is a minute and 55 seconds. It feels like there we feel cheated out of what we could have also seen. But I also heard Kevin Feige told them, get it under two hours. Like that was a report saying that he told them it has to be under two hours. And I don't know why he's going that direction. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't comment on that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Um, I have a lot of. I think my my questions and my issues with right now are not with this movie, and they're not really with um, any one movie in particular. But it's just kind of the general direction of what's happening. Um, so we can get into that uh, as we go. But I yeah. I don't know why why they chose to do some of the things that they did. Um, this movie, I, I think. The other big issue that I had, like the really big critical issue I think this movie had was I think there was definitely some tonal issues. Um, I think that part of it is like this 90s rom-com and part of it, it's I, – I, I don't know that Chris Hemsworth – okay, hear me out. So Chris Hemsworth – was in two Thor movies before Taika Waititi came to the picture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Natalie Portman was in both of those movies. Natalie Portman wasn't in Ragnarok. Natalie Portman hasn't shown up other than a brief cameo in Endgame mm -hmm. since The Dark World, which came out however many years ago. Um, you basically have your five main characters in this movie. You have Thor, Gore, Jane, Valkyrie, and Korg. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like they were all five in the same movie. <laughs> I just felt like 
Thor and Korg and Valkyrie were in a Taika Waititi movie. Yes. And I felt like Jane and Gore were in a different type of movie. <laughs> it was just kind of this the tone of it. It wasn't anybody's fault. Um, they were all they were fine performances. Um, I just I don't know that it all worked together as well as it should have. I think some of it was a little hokey. I caught myself rolling my eyes a few too many times. Now, I get it that that stuff works for some people, and it did not work for me. I still enjoyed it. I still caught myself laughing. Um, but I just – I don't know that it all worked together like they thought it was supposed to. Right. Um, I just – I feel like those five people were all kind of in different movies. Mm-hmm. I felt like Natalie Portman was in a Kenneth Branagh early stage Thor movie, the dramatic role. (coughs) Whereas the characters that were from Ragnarok felt like they were more in a Taika Waititi movie. So that's probably the biggest critical issue I have with the movie is just, it felt a little off when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Cause those three being in Ragnarok, they kind of knew the right. to- the feel of it from him, and then Jane and, and then Natalie Portman coming in like she's she is who he is, she is. Right. Um, that does like you're right. It does. It felt clunky. Now when it was just when it was just Jane Foster and Thor, it worked because they worked yeah. together before. But then none you- of it, none of it on its own didn't work. <clears throat> I thought it all for the most part worked in its own world. Yeah, but, it but felt, when you're putting it all right. together into one two-hour movie, I don't think all the puzzle pieces quite matched up. Right, um, and then like you said, we already talked about the runtime. Like we do feel it was—it's like a Doctor Strange all over again. Like at least we kind of saw how Gore became a villain. Like maybe we'll get the Wanda stuff later on, but who knows? But that—the whole like Jane just looks at the hammer, and then next time we see her, she's Thor. Like yeah. could we have seen? this could we have seen a conversation with her and valkyrie about what was going on because they like that relationship like that's how could have started right then and there like uh we we didn't get that um i just with the runtime i don't understand how you go from a four hour draft to that mm -hmm. like i something is off about that i i just feel like obviously you don't want it to be three hours long this right. isn't the type of movie that needs to be three hours long, but for them to go from four hours to two hours, if that's true, right? That's just a lot. <laughs> that's just a lot of stuff that you have to remove from this movie. And I, what they came up with was is fine. As right. I said, it's it's a fine movie, but I just think it was missing some things that. I feel like they could have left in. Yeah, because and it probably would have. It might have improved the movie. Could have made it worse, I guess. But maybe what they had just wasn't good. But um, I just have a hard time really believing that they had to go from four hours to two hours. Yeah, they said a lot of it. A report <laughs> reportedly cut out was like them traveling to planets and seeing these different places and stuff. And maybe that's where. They're traveling where Gore did kill people. I have no idea. Maybe that's yeah. where that was cut out. Um, you know, could we have seen more of the Guardians? Because we haven't talked about that. Guardians were in it for that brief moment. That's probably setting up their movie. Um, but it, 
it was it was weird how drastically Thor and Quill got along, how drastically they immediately now like get along from yeah. the end of Endgame where you know whatever. Now that I get along, I found that a little weird, but I just accepted it. I don't know that I really thought that they got along. I think it was more like they had learned to live with each other in their lives and they kind of just had this strange relationship where they each thought that they were in charge and I don't know. Maybe maybe I interpreted it wrong or differently or whatever, but I I don't know that I got the idea like they were best friends by any means. Um I just thought I they got along better than what they did in game. And that could yeah. be why that could be why like Yeah, I, I don't I mean obviously we I know why they were in the movie because they ended the move they ended Endgame together, so they wanted to start this movie with them together. And I understand that, but I don't know that they really needed to be in there. They didn't really bring much to the table. Um but again, just choices that are made. And I think a lot of this just has to do with with maintaining the continuity and, you know, moving the story along. I mean, that's just kind of where we're at now is that everything has to has to move everything along. And when you when you're putting yourself in these situations then you have to make these choices. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. They could have had more of the Guardians or they could have had none of the Guardians. And I think both of those could have made the movie better, honestly. Yeah. And it just it just leaves it open for like when they left Endgame, you know, they kind of wanted to go look, go look for Gamora and all that, you know, because she's still in their timeline. Right. And how just easily they were not looking for her, which those answers, you know, James Gunn will do a great job of answering those questions in, in Guardians 3, I'm sure. Right. Like, they won't be a problem. But that was a thing somebody wrote. They were like, well, just how, like, it was just weird how, like, Peter Peter didn't want to go be looking for her. like they were doing like does that make sense like they were just doing that weren't doing that but I'm sure I'm sure it would all be answered um, could have used a little more of them just because we all love those characters but it was understandably why they took off so it just kind of leaves the, the door open of is Thor and Guardians 3 and is that connection going to come back who knows because um, they did they both left to go fix something do they come back together I have no idea Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see um, because I know we want to talk about Phase Four. One, Russell Crowe being Zeus. Yeah. First of all, I was indifferent because <laughs> of the way he talked. I know he tried to get that Greek god voice going on, and um, he was a little funny. I thought the little skirt walking down the thing was, you know, whatever. That seemed a little forced. Um. Yeah, I agree. But I, I don't know. Some of that could have been done differently, I think. But it, I know reportedly he was supposed to be the devil instead of Zeus. That was reported. But then they said, oh, if he's the devil, everybody's going to think he's Mephisto, so we're not going to do that. Um, I thought that whole scene, I thought that whole part was too long. Like we could have done without some of that. And got you know, something else. You know what? What that scene reminded me of? What? What? I don't know. The the Illuminati. Yes. It it was very much. It felt like a carbon copy of the Ill, the Illuminati sequence. Um, somebody, a Marvel hero, has to go and and face 
this almighty being and it just it was just kind of he was you know he was held back in his his cuffs and it just felt very illuminati-esque uh i i didn't mind russell crowe i thought the accent was probably a little strange um that yeah that (laughs) i i don't i don't know i'm having a hard time trying to like really figure out how i feel about this movie i've only seen it the one time and it's still fresh in my mind but I, i don't know it was just it was kind of it was kind of strange um like when when somebody mentioned about the R rating that they had originally, or you know had to cut it down to get the PG thirteen, my first thought was that was because of blood and an orgy. Like I I mean that was just kind of that whole thing was just kind of bizarre. Um, that does lead into we'll talk about the post credit scene that the theory that I mentioned to you that I I can't wait to drop on you, um, having to do with Zeus, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just kind of, I, I don't know if that would have, if it would have gone differently for me had I not known he was in the movie. Um, yeah. if I would have felt differently, if it, if it was treated more as a surprise cameo, had I, maybe I would have felt differently, but I knew he was in the movie. I knew he was Zeus. So like, it didn't really do much for me. I mean, I guess that was kind of the Jeff Goldblum stand in for his role, mm-hmm. but Goldblum had that was a much bigger role in Ragnarok than what this one was. Maybe there was more in the original version before they had to cut it down to two hours. Um, I don't know. That whole scene, I agree, was just kind of strange. It, yeah, it was like I was enjoying it, then it felt like it was going too long, and then we get this fight sequence, and then, like like you said, the end credit scene, he puts the bolt through it. That was my first thought. You, you know, I didn't... It kind of thought of the Illuminati, but I didn't. You... you the, the bolt goes through his chest and he's gone. I'm like, well, there goes Russell Crowe. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, well, and I was kind of expecting the gladiator Russell Crowe, you know, like that type of person. But that's not what we got. You know, it no. is what it is. But I thought also the choice to make him naked was interesting. Um, Chris Hemsworth said he wa- <laughs> it was Chris Hemsworth idea. He was like, he goes, I'm sure. he goes, we've been building up for this moment. <coughs> I'm sure. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was fine. Well, and you can't have a rated R movie that's not Deadpool. Like, I no, feel I like know. you you have to wait on that. Yeah. Um, so Blade. Thought, Blade could be if they're gonna do it. But. That um, some people thought the child scene was weird that he just gave them their powers and all of a sudden they can like fight these beings. And I said, you know, I really don't have a yeah. problem with that. I I see where people are coming from, but I was also like, cool. Like, I don't. Yeah. I, I thought it was strange. I didn't really understand it. But again, I kind of just have to suspend, you know, disbelief at this point with these Marvel movies. I mean, they're superhero f- fantasy movies. So, like, of course, there's going to be stuff in there that doesn't make sense. But it the scene itself was fine. But I agree. It was just, it was kind of strange. Um, and then apparently they're going by they're going by the comic book. Like, obviously, by this point, we know Jane has cancer. That apparently was in the comic book, so they were going. Re- so this whole movie was really, I guess, based off really the comic book. Like a lot of things were that. So that yeah. was kind of cool, even though we don't. Re- you and I don't read them, but after seeing what they were talking about, that's pretty cool. Um, you know, those scenes where they were very serious, I thought were great because they were serious. Like it was nothing was taken away from it because you had the 
clunkiness comedy of the hammer versus the axe, like that yeah. jealousy stuff. Like it was funny at first, and I just kind of drug on a little bit. Again, just because we're criticizing doesn't mean it wasn't a good movie, but there were those, some of those things where like, okay, this feels forced. It, it is what it is. It was very colorful. I liked how it was very colorful. And then yeah. when Gore was there, they could immediately get that dark tone and yeah. and switch between the two. You know, like because like darkest- I thought that was a cool scene when yeah. they when they did that and they um, you know took the color out of it and everything. I thought that was a really cool looking um, sequence. I mean, it was kind of just like a, kind of like a novelty type thing, um, but it looked good. It looked cool um, how they did it. So I had no issues with that. Uh, no, I loved it. That was Christian Bale's. That whole scene right there was perfect for Christian Bale. Yeah. His facial expressions, how quickly he can go from looking like a lunatic to quickly doing that. Like you said, like Keith Ledger did with the Joker. He could look okay and then just be a lunatic. Um, one thing I saw was people are getting tired of fake death. So somebody was like, oh, Valkyrie gets stabbed and then she lives. Like, we just need some of the stuff. Like, people were just finding things to complain about and I would read it yeah. afterwards. Um, her character was just the same as Ragnarok. I had no problem with her character. Um, Gorg, he's hilarious. I have no problem. He's one of my favorites. Um, I guess my only other confusion coming into it, because maybe I wasn't listening to it, was the end scene where he's going there. I thought they were going there for him to get eternal life as the movie was going on at the end. But then to have Gorg bring his daughter back, I didn't expect that. So I was yeah. Very... That was that was an unexpected twist. I didn't totally understand it when it was happening. I didn't um, either. I after I after learning a little bit more about, I, I understand it now. Basically, he was his plan was um, for eternal life, but Thor somehow talked him into <clears throat> exchanging his eternal life to bring his daughter back, which then meant that he was he asked thor to watch his daughter so i don't know that i didn't i didn't dislike it um it was different it was fine uh i just it didn't really do much for me um i think that was chris hemsworth again having his input and wanting to you know bring his daughter into the fold his actual daughter Mm -hmm. into the fold which was cool it was a nice touch um and i i you know i I smiled when they, you know, when Korra got the end and said that's what their name was, Love and Thunder, which made sense then. I understand the name of the movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, I don't know. It, it didn't totally work for me. None of it totally worked. I didn't dislike it. I had a fun time with it. Um, it's a movie that I can't wait to revisit, but it just, some of it just didn't work. Like, if you because... Like I said, that's why I, when I rewatch it, I kind of want to listen and see if I missed it, you know, because it, it is a movie that's fun, but maybe there's some parts where you have to listen to it and know when when that whole sequence was going on, that conversation, I thought when Christian Bell was looking at, you know, Jane Foster and Thor, I thought maybe he was going to give it the eternal life to um, Jane, and that's how they keep her in the fold. And then, he, you know, like that, like he sees what he's done wrong and does all that. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I was obviously wrong. I didn't see the child coming back. Um, then Jane dying obviously was pretty sad. But then, like you said, the, the weird part was not necessarily about the daughter back. Then it was like watch her. And then like Thor didn't even question it. He was just like, yeah, yeah, I'm. So now, now that I'm thinking back on it, 
I told you earlier that I was able to avoid nearly everything in terms of spoilers for this movie, but I do remember seeing Chris Hemsworth post something about his daughter. So I think I knew that she was going to play a part in this somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I kind of expected that to happen. But other than that, I it was mostly a surprise for me. Um, and again, I, I didn't I didn't hate it. I didn't hate that decision. It was just I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was just weird. I didn't hate. It. I just thought it was yeah. weird that the guy that caused this destruction and all this, and now you've lost Jane maybe because of him. He's like, watch the daughter, and he's just like, cool, I'll watch her. And yeah. then, now, was the end was cool, you know, like he's cooking breakfast, you think they're going out something, they're really going to fight people, yeah. and that's really cool. But I just thought, why, how easily he was just going to watch the kid. Like, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, how easy? Um, but then, did you, know, did you know at the end when it says Thor will return... That they didn't even know. Chris Hemsworth and them reported that they saw the movie, and when that popped up, he and, and I can never say his name, the director, Taika Waititi, he said yeah. they had no idea. They had no idea that that was going to be in there, and that yeah. Kevin Feige put it in there. And so they were like, "Oh, I guess Thor's coming back." Yeah. And they said it'll be a long time before you get another Thor movie because they didn't know. They didn't know. Yeah. They didn't know when or where or how he would come back. Right. And so. That is an interesting thing that they reported. If it was just one of them, I wouldn't believe them. But when they both are like, yeah, I didn't know. That's interesting. Yeah. They didn't know. I think it'll be a while before. I Well, I should say, I think it'll be a while before there's a stand another standalone Thor movie. If there is one. I could see him popping up in a movie somewhere. Um, I don't know which one, but I could see that happening whether or not there's another standalone Thor five or Thor four or no five. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see. And if, I don't know if Taika Waititi will direct it or not. Um, he's, it sounds like he's focused on a star Wars project and other things. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. I did. I did see that, that they didn't know that either. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. But like I said, I think he'll come in Guardians 3. So maybe they know where he is and they just didn't know that was going to pop up on the movie. That could be the way they... I don't know. I mean, I, I, if he is, it's not going to be much. It, he might have a similar role than what they had in his movie, but I would doubt it. Um, he might, but my guess would be no. Um, moving right along, you know, then we get those end credit scenes. <laughs> now, you don't have to drop it yet. I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't understand a word Russell Crowe was saying near half of it. So I'm just like listening. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. I don't know what you're saying. And then it shows Hercules. And I'm like, is that Hercules? Is that? Oh, yeah, that is. Okay. Where are we going with this? And then did we, I don't know what the end credit scene with Jane Foster. Was that just telling us that she made it to the other side and is all good? Yeah. Or is that going to pop much. up later? You know, it might. I, I've heard ple- plenty of people say that she could return um they could find a way to bring her back i don't know but i yeah i think that was just more of this she had made it to the other side basically and that's basically the mcu's version of heaven um for the you know the people that fight or the die in battle basically so 
So is um, Tony Stark there? Can we see? Possibly. Can we see Robert Downey Jr. pop up? I think up? it's it's certainly possible that Tony Stark is is there. Uh, yeah, the Hercules thing was interesting. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you're probably not familiar with that actor, are you? He looks familiar, but I don't know. So he's his name is Brett Goldstein. Um, he's from Ted Lasso. Hmm. And Ted Lasso is an unbelievable uh, show on Apple TV Plus. Um, and Brett Goldstein plays a character in that show. He's a he's become a um, just a absolute cultural icon for people that are fans of that show. Um, which I highly encourage it. It's it's fantastic television if you have Apple TV Plus. It is a soccer show, uh, but it's mm-hmm. really not about soccer. Uh, it really has nothing to do with the sport itself, other than the fact that that's it's kind of like The Office mm. has really nothing to do with paper sales, um, <laughs> but it takes place in a paper sales office. Uh, similar with this, it's about a soccer team, but it really has very little to do with soccer. Anyway, Brett Goldstein is tremendous in that role, and as soon as I saw him, I just got a huge smile on my face. Um, so. I don't know what they'll do with his character. I don't know when we'll see this character again. We've now done this for three movies in a row where we're teasing uh, big name celebrities or, you know, rather big name celebrities that are supposedly popping up in these next Marvel movies. And who knows when we'll actually see them. Um, I don't know when we'll see Harry Styles. I have no idea when we'll see Shirley's Throne. I have no idea when we'll see Brett Goldstein. Um, but uh, will I assume these things will come to fruition? But you never know. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was fun just to see that. Uh, that does lead into this theory though that I have. All right, I'm sitting back. So it's not my theory. This is not an original. I did not come up with this. I had avoided everything to do with this movie, and then after I saw it, I was absorbing all the content, and I was on one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's called Film Theory. Um, Matt Pat and his friends, his team there do excellent work with, with on that channel. Plus there are other, other channels. They do a game theory channel, a food theory channel, all sorts of weird and crazy fun things. But they had a video that they posted this weekend about this movie and the theory that they brought up. I, I don't, I don't actually think this is happening, but it just, it just made me happy. It made me Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready smile just to even think about this so hear me out steve okay this is this is this is film theory this is not me i cannot take the credit for this go watch their whole video it's fantastic but the theory is that (laughs) i can't even believe i'm saying this so 
Disney is in the middle of remaking live action versions of all of their animated classics, as you're aware. They've mm-hmm. done Cinderella, they've done The Jungle Book, they've done The Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. They're in the process of doing Little Mermaid now. Uh, they've done Mulan, all these things. So Guy Ritchie, the director, who did Sherlock Holmes, and he's done a lot of other movies, but he did Aladdin, mm-hmm. the Aladdin remake that came out a few years ago with Will Smith as the genie. He directed that movie, and he was he was planning to direct the sequel to that movie, mm-hmm. which has now gone on a, a delay, a hiatus, because Will Smith is off the... <laughs> He's kind of off the grid at the moment for reasons. Slapped his, his way control. out of that one. <laughs> so doesn't sound like Aladdin 2 is happening anytime soon. So Guy Ritchie is now attached to direct the Disney live action remake of Hercules. The 1996 animated movie. Uh-huh. Has some banger songs in it, as I'm sure you're familiar. Yes. Fittingly enough, you know who's producing this movie? The Russo brothers. Aha. Uh-huh. The theory that film theory dropped on me that I saw last night and that I'm still in awe over is that this Hercules live action movie that they're billing as a Disney live action musical remake. What if it's actually an MCU movie? Now, here's the other thing, too. Two things to go on this. One, do you really think Disney wants to have two different versions, live action versions of the same character running around at the same time? Not that they're connected, but like in terms of like their theme parks, if they were to put both of these characters in their theme parks, it'd be kind of strange. Mm-hmm. Because Hercules in the comics is essentially the same mythological character that he is in everything else it's the same character that we've already seen on the big screen hundreds of times disney has done it in animated form other actors have portrayed this character it's the same hercules there's just a mcu or a marvel comic book version of this character same thing with Zeus. same thing with thor thor is another i mean he is a mythological being Mm -hmm. that marvel turned into one of their superheroes so do you think disney is going to want to have two of these characters running around at the same time that are basically the same thing. And the other thing too, is that Brett Goldstein, who is going to be playing this character apparently now is no, he doesn't do it on that show, but he is a fan of, of musical theater. He does sing. He's, he's a Muppet. He's a big Muppet fan. Like I could see him doing that. I don't think this is actually happening. I, I just, I don't, I can't, fully get behind this theory but it makes me so happy just to think about what if they are actually behind the scenes making this live action disney remake but it's actually an mcu musical that's going to be with the mcu version of hercules and not just a remake of the animated movie that they did 20 years ago I was not expecting that 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 theory. You're right. I don't think they will do that. But now my 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 wheels are cranking. Everything's running through. I love it. 
I love it. It is my it is my new favorite thing. It is the Mephisto is my new Mephisto. I want nothing more for this to happen. Um, but could because they just... I love I love Brett Goldstein and I if they were to do that, if they were to make this a musical, a live action Disney musical that takes place within the MCU, like bring it on, man. I am so in for that. Or it could just be what you said, this isn't setting up that movie, but this movie shows what Hercules is about. Then their end yeah. credit scene leads into that conversation with Russell Crowe again. Yeah. And then here we go. But that means Russell, Which Russell Crowe, fittingly enough, is also somebody that is does sing. He was in Les Mis. I mean, he wasn't a great singer, isn't a great singer, but like... I, I don't know, man. And then I don't know. And then Hades is actually Hades is actually Mephisto, and that's how they introduce yes. Mephisto. Yes. <laughs> as long as it's not James Woods again. Bingo. <laughs> I love it. I'm just saying, I love it. It's my new favorite theory, and I'm glad that I was able to share that with you. And then and then Deadpool pops up. See, now we're going to start. I'm in. I'm so in. Sign me up. All right. See now, now here we go. See, there was no theories with this movie. Now all of a sudden, now everything's cranking. <laughs> go watch the video. Uh, go watch film theory. Uh, they they talk about other things in the video too, but that was just one of the things they brought up that I just I I want nothing more than for that to be for be the for that to be the truth. So all right, I just that's su- my theory. That's my. I just subscribe to them, so we'll we'll have to. They're good. I, I love their stuff. They do a lot of Marvel stuff. They do a lot of TV shows. Um, but uh, I think I feel like I've sent you stuff from them in the past. Yes. Um, yes. But I just I clicked on it yesterday, and oh my god, I still can't get over it. But anyway, uh, let's talk about the greater MCU. Yeah, I, I hope you can answer it for me because that is a question of the world. Is <clears throat> Phase Four of the MCU? We all know the first three phases were the Infinity Saga, and during Phase yeah. 1, they tease it, and then it just grows and grows and grows. Yeah. Phase 4, where in the world is it going? We all came into Phase 4 saying this is the multiverse phases, right? That's what we're all saying. Right. Because of WandaVision, yep. because of Loki... And the big, t- the, that's how kind of all really started to come together because of what happens in No Way Home and yep. the title of the Doctor Strange movie. Just the title itself tells us that because Ant Man and Quantumania having a connection to Loki because Kang will be in it, it's all pointing in that direction. But is that actually where it's going? Feige said we should see here's what Feige said that made me a little frustrated. He said we will know soon if you don't know already. Like it's supposedly already pointed in that direction, but he's like you will know soon. Well, the direction we're headed that has never actually been physically said um but I what I believe to be the direction is that we're going towards secret wars. Um and the secret wars line of comics um, which is essentially <clears throat> Infinity War on steroids. Um, a lot more characters, lot, 
multiple universes, um, universes colliding incursions, the big word that's been thrown around quite a bit, although I don't know that it was actually mentioned in this film. Um, but I think that's the direction the greater story is headed. It's it's Secret Wars. It's We're introducing all these characters. We're introducing multiple universes, <coughs> which the universe thing, we've talked about uh, several times already, how we haven't actually seen much of other universes other universes we've only actually seen one other universe but i don't believe secret wars necessarily means needs a ton of universes mm -hmm. i really think it only needs like two um so i i don't i don't know but i i do believe that's the general direction we're headed um now my issues aren't necessarily at this point where are we headed um, my issue is, I just feel like two things. I have two issues right now with the current state of where we're at with the MCU. One is oversaturation. Um, listen, <laughs> I love MCU content. Don't get me wrong. I have not missed an episode of MCU TV. I have not missed an MCU movie. I don't plan on missing either of those things for quite some time. But it's too damn much. Mm -hmm. It's too much. Uh, I just and it's not that it's not that it's all been super well done. It's not that it's all been bad or it's all been good. Like there's been a mix of of okay to decent, you know. Um, but it's it's just it's too much. I, I don't want to have to force people. I don't think people should have to sit through all of these things just to understand a joke that's made in a movie three years from now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like Miss Marvel just finished up the, the most recent show on Disney Plus. I, I don't know. Have you been watching Miss Marvel? I know a lot of people haven't actually been watching Miss Marvel. So, so, like, it won't surprise me if you tell me no. So, I'll, I'll answer that in two different ways. One, no. Okay. Two, I've been skimming through them because, again, okay. I have no interest. So, I know how it ends. So, I know exactly so, how it ends. Okay. So, Miss Marvel, for me personally, has been second screen viewing. Like, I have not given that show 100% of my attention for I'm, the last six weeks. I'm the same way. I'll um, turn it on and do something It's not else. that I don't think it's good. I, I, I'm not the target audience for it. Um, <coughs> and I just haven't cared enough. And it's mm -hmm. not that I don't care about that character or that story, but there's just too much. Mm -hmm. There's too much Marvel content out there. And it's, it's oversaturating the direction of where we're headed. Now there's... Are we headed towards Secret Wars? What are we doing with these Thunderbolts? We're clearly clearly building up some sort of Young Avengers team. Like, there's all these things that are building, and I just don't really know what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. But the second issue I have, and you're probably the, the wrong person to have this discussion with because I know exactly what you're going to say, but I don't know that the MCU right now has a central figure. For th three phases, we knew that Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, 
Thor, Natasha Romanoff, Nick Fury was basically like the central focus of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Plus you add in Thanos, you know, right. or fairly early on you introduce him. So we know the direction we're headed. Not only do we not actually really know the direction we're headed, we we think it's Secret Wars, but we don't really know that. But we also don't have a central figure. Mm-hmm. There's no more Tony Stark. There's no more Steve Rogers. Thor is there, but I don't know really what his future is in this universe. I, I don't, as we talked about, I don't even know that he knew he was going to be doing more of these movies. Right. So I think they would like for it to be Spider-Man, but I think because of the whole Sony thing, I think there's some questions there. Um, I think they probably wanted it to be Captain Marvel, but her movie did well business-wise, but I don't think critics really loved it. And we'll see what the second one is. Um, Chadwick Boseman, unfortunately, passed, and that sucks because I think he had a good chance of being one of the central figures. Um, I, I know how you feel about Cumberbatch and Doctor Strange, and I think that you can certainly make a case for him to be a central figure, but I'm not even sure if he's technically an Avenger. He's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I don't know. Not only do I not know for sure where we're headed and what the general idea here is moving forward. It's tough to like really watch these movies as a cohesive story because we don't really know what the story is revolving around. We're introducing new characters. Some of them have been great. I love Shang-Chi. I thought that was an excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these TV shows have been okay. We're introducing some new characters, which I've liked some of them. I, I certainly see that they're trying to build some sort of Thunderbolts or maybe even a Young Avenger or something like that. But there's just no, there's no figurehead that is the face of the MCU. Like, I... This is strange because he he is the face of the MCU, but like now when I think of now when I think of the face of the MCU, I think of Kevin Feige. Mm-hmm. I don't think of Tony Stark. I don't think of Steve Rogers. Like there's right. just not there's just not another one right now, <clears throat> and I think that's an issue that they have. Yeah, um, <laughs> somebody put out there that Marvel will not be the same because of all the content that's getting pushed out. Kevin Feige, even though his fingerprints will be all over them, he cannot be at all those places making sure this and this is happening. And so you're going, you're going to see more directors and everything else fingerprints. So for example, uh, Sam Raimi, his fingerprints were all over that movie. It did not look like a Marvel movie. It looked completely different. Same with Eternals. Yes, with Eternals. And same with this to an extent. I mean, yes. Taika, Taika has a, a very different style to his movies too. Um, so yeah, I, I understand that. And, and maybe maybe Kevin is being a lot more involved with you know, the TV shows or, or whatever. But um, it, it's not that I don't want all the content. It's not that I don't want all the shows. It's just I think it's too much. I mean – I loved when we got a movie, three movies a year, every five to six months. That was great. Everything was an event. Even the movies 
with the obscure characters like the Ant-Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy, like those felt like a big deal. Right now, they don't feel like a big deal. Doctor Strange felt like a big deal going into it because we thought they were going to be doing things. The TV shows haven't felt like a big deal to me. Um, Thor, I mean, yeah, I was excited for it, but it doesn't feel like a big thing to me. Wakanda Forever, uh, it's it's unfortunate. It, and we still haven't seen a trailer for it, which I think is strange. Um, but like right now, due to circumstances as they are, it doesn't feel like a big deal to me. Um, so that's the part that I think is a struggle is these used to be these big events that everybody was excited for. And I just don't think they're getting – yeah, they're still making good money. They're still doing really well at the box office and – but I just don't think people are quite as excited for them as they were, you know, a couple of years ago, three years ago. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try to say all of these quickly because I know we're I'm taking all of your time on your, your lovely evening. It's okay. I think a part of it is the Disney plus thing is a blessing and, and, but it's also a curse because right. I think you talked to me about this way back when we first started this little segment was, well, now that they're on Disney plus, you have to keep people on this streaming service. So when Marvel and Disney really got together, well, now it's, well, you have to keep people subscribed because like you said, they could un- unsubscribe for two months, but then get right back right. on there. So maybe Marvel feels the pressure of, hey, we're going to release a TV show. In between the TV shows, you're going to have a movie that you have to see, and then we're going to produce another TV show that comes out. So you almost have to stay streaming on it and then Disney working with Marvel, well, in between all of that, because this is even bigger than Marvel, you're also going to have a Star Wars show. You're also going to have this in between this. And so we're getting all this content thrown at us. And I think that's a part of it. Maybe they feel the pressure of, well, then how quickly did Doctor Strange come out on Disney Plus? That was quick, how quickly it streamed for free on Disney Plus. And so I feel like there's that pressure on them to do that, which is not fair to them to just sacrifice what they have always done to maybe do this, but they make a lot of money doing it. Yeah. Not saying they're sacrificing much, but like, like you said, like instead of maybe three movies and one TV show a year or something, well now it's, let's get three or four or five movies out. Let's get these three or four TV shows out. Um, and they all have to be super, super connected. Um, instead of just having a TV show, be a TV show and and everything else. I also feel that, because of how big Infinity War was, and then right after Infinity War, you know, you get Miss, you get Mar- Captain Marvel, which was a good filler, but then you immediately get Endgame. So you get Infinity War, which is a huge box office movie, and Endgame, which is a huge box, off- box office movie, and then shortly after that, you get No Way Home, which was a huge box office movie. So I feel like we all have this thought of now every movie has to be this big-time box right. office movie. And I think that... They're not restarting Marvel, but I think we also have to go into this new phase of, hey, they're almost starting over because they have to introduce something more. And so we also have to think about it as Doctor Strange movie, even though it was probably a Wanda movie. That's what it is. It's a Doctor Strange movie, and it's not supposed to be this box office. Thor is not a box office, Um, like this huge time thing. And I think we're just so used to big time movies. Um, it has this big story thing. Now we're kind of restarting where, like you said, maybe phase five, 
is when we get to secret wars. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but like you said, then on top of it, you have to know these characters from the TV show who may not even be in Secret Wars, but we have to watch it and yeah. see. And then you've already, they've already said no more Avengers movie. Well, then what are you doing with these characters? Um, and you're right. I am going to answer this the way you think. The figure. But but here's the thing. I, I agree with you. Going into this phase, I still honestly didn't know. Like, I was very curious when WandaVision came out and Falcon the Winter Soldier and everything else, like who are going to be the Avengers, quote unquote, who's going to be this. But when Feige and them come out and say, well, Dr. Strange is going to be the main figurehead. Well, if he's the main figurehead, we better start seeing him in more projects or referenced like Captain America was and Tony Stark was and everything else. But I don't, don't see that happening with the projects no. you have coming up. No, I, I don't. I don't think that's the plan. I, I don't know that that's the role that he's supposed to play. He's not building a super team. He's apparently. He, I, I don't know. Apparently, I don't he know will. what they're going to do. I, but I, what we do know is that they're very soon. We're going to start getting more information about the Fantastic Four and X Men. And that's probably the f- more of the future of where we're headed. We're probably going to see more of those movies and probably less of some of these other movies. Um, you know, probably some of these TV shows will still happen, but, you know, we're going to see less of, you know, the Ant-Mans and the Guardians of the Galaxies now that they have their own property, the, the bigger properties that they can start, you know, utilizing. And I think those are the bigger movies we're going to see. And, you know, maybe, maybe Charles Xavier is, is going to be that centerpiece. Um, You know, maybe they're going to do a series of, um, you know, standalone X-Men type of movies, introducing these characters, uh, these, you know, these mutants. I don't know. I mean, it could be a, maybe Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic is, is this person. Um, I don't know. It's just right now we've now had six movies and, however many TV shows in this phase, this phase four. And I just don't know if there's a central figure that's really guiding where we're going within these stories. Um, and as I said, they haven't all been bad. I don't think really many of them have been bad. I think they've all been okay. Um, but I just, I feel like we're, it's drastically underwhelming compared to where we were the first three phases. Right. Cause like even one movie that we, I haven't talked about much and some people haven't is Eternals. Like what in the world is Eternals? It could be a part of secret wars, but their whole thing is way different than what we've ever really seen. I don't know if we'll get another Eternals movie. I, I don't, that movie did not do good business. I, I don't know. Um, with all the other things that they have going on right now, it's, it's very possible that we never hear of the Eternals again that maybe Harry Styles' character shows up in Guardians and that's the end of that. Um, That wouldn't shock me um, just because that movie just didn't do well. Um, But, I mean, again, when you... Now now that they have the access to these movies and who knows, maybe they work out something with Sony and they get... Spider-Man movies to be fully under their watch as well. I don't think that'll happen, but 
um, the reason that they had the reason that they introduced a lot of these, you know, low tier Marvel characters is because they didn't have the rights to the big ones. They yeah. didn't have the rights to Spider-Man. They didn't have the rights to the X-Men. They didn't have the rights to the Fantastic Four. Uh, they didn't have the rights to Wolverine. So, you know, at the time, it's not like Iron Man was a pot, was a well-known household name. Um, Hulk probably was more than anybody else. Right. Uh, but they didn't even have the rights. That was a different property too. Like that was a Paramount movie when that came out. Right. Um, or Universal, I guess. Universal has the rights to that. So, um, yeah, now that they have more of the rights to some of these characters, I could see them, you know, not doing as much with some of the other ones. But then again, if we're building towards Secret Wars and they need to have all these characters, then who knows? I think we will find out more soon, though, because um, Dis- <clears throat> Marvel has said they're going to be at Comic-Con, uh, which is next weekend, actually. Um, so next Saturday night, we might actually learn some more things about what's happening here. Um, I would guess that we won't see a Wakanda Forever trailer until then. At this point, I think they'll probably wait and um, give us that trailer um at comic-con which means the rest of us will get it shortly after that mm-hmm. um because we don't know anything we know that next year we know they have um some of the tv shows we know we know we're getting um she hulk we know we're getting Ironheart. we know we're getting armor wars like we know some things in terms of movies we have this year we still have wakanda forever the black panther sequel yep we have next year we're getting the Marvels, which is the Captain Marvel sequel. And we know we're getting Guardians 3. And we know we're getting Ant-Man, Quantumania. And that's it. As far as I know, there is still a Marvel movie on the schedule to come out late next year that we don't know what it is. I don't know that they, they're working on anything. They were supposed to start shooting Blade around July 4th, but I don't think that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um so it's very possible they just move their releases around. Um, I mean, they've hinted at Fantastic Four is coming at some point. We know X-Men are coming at some point. We know Blade's coming at some point. Deadpool's coming at some point. We know these things are happening. But in terms of, like, in the, like we usually know, like, two, three years out, like, these are movies are coming out. And right now, we don't know anything past, like, a year from now. So it's just kind of a strange world to be in, but I think I do think we'll learn a little bit more next week after Comic Con. So maybe we'll jump on here and do one um, after that to talk about some of that stuff, assuming that they actually make some announcements. So I would assume so. If they're making it known that they're going to be there, and they make it like yeah. the Comic Con before COVID, yeah. like it would be huge. And I have to read up more on Secret Wars because maybe that, that maybe that's why is maybe that is why they're saying Doctor Strange is the figurehead because if they start messing with because Loki made yeah. such a huge point on a on a multiverse war at the end. Maybe that's what this leads to. Maybe yeah. that's what the end of Doctor Strange is leading into because of an incursion. Yeah. I don't think that leads into a Doctor Strange 3 movie at all. I think that leads into something else. Uh, Secret Invasion, I think, is going to have a big thing yeah. with this because of you know the importance of it and what's going on. <laughs> that might right. change things as we know it. Um and I forgot one thing, so I don't mean to go back to Thor. Um, when they were in there battling Gore 
in the back on that statue, did you see the theory that's the statue of the Watcher because it looks exactly the same? Oh, no. I didn't see that, but that makes sense. If you rewatch the movie or go find a YouTube video, they'll show it. Like, when they're battling and you see the statue behind him, it has the same cloak thing, the same everything as the Watcher. And then the the figure that Gore was looking at, it's very similar color tone to the What If stuff. It looks exactly the same as when they show the Watcher in the intro of What If. Right. So that's another person that I feel like you're you're cheating us out of if you don't show something like that from the What If. I know there's a What If season two and whatever, but that's a character I feel like now that we're all kind of expecting at some point. Yeah, I'm surprised we haven't seen a live action version of him yet. Um, and I think we will. And I think I think that'll be Jeffrey Wright still um, doing that in live action form. Um, could be a quantum mania thing. Yeah, I could see him showing up in that. That's probably the most makes the most sense. Um, or Loki too. Logic. I think maybe Loki season yeah. two. Maybe. Yeah, Loki two could make sense too. Because um, they're filming that right now. We'll see. Like pictures already came out. It shows Owen Wilson and and Loki. So they were they're filming it. Yeah. Um, pictures of that. And then I'm just you know, it's sad. I'm not really that excited for Wakanda Forever. Like I'm sitting here going. Maybe I mean we haven't seen a trailer, um, so but they did. I, did you see the news today that Daniel Kaluuya said that he's not in the movie, mm-hmm. um, which was that. surprising to me. I, I figured he would be a major focal point without Chadwick Boseman in it, but tells me I mean it's really going to be focused on on the the female leads, which is fine. Um, but again, we haven't seen anything. This movie's supposed to come out here in a few months, and we've seen no trailers. Um, we've seen nothing more than a title. <laughs> um, I, I still have high hopes for it. Ryan Coogler is an amazing director, and I trust him and their ability to to produce a, a great movie. Um, but just everything surrounding that movie that's out of their control, I yeah, I just I'm a little worried for it. I, I, I usually so at the end of every year I do my logies, and you know I basically top 10 movies of the year essentially is what I do. Uh, usually always an MCU movie in that top 10. I don't know if it's going to have one. I, I, I mean, I will kind of forever could. It certainly could. I, I don't want to sit here and dismiss it um, without even seeing anything about it, but that's the only right now. None of them are um, this Thor. I have scoring like a point higher than Dr. Strange. How dare but, you? They're both like right now in my top 10, but it's only July. So I, I don't anticipate they'll be there. So, um, I mean, the Batman will be. So it's at least one superhero movie that'll be in my top 10. But I have to watch that movie. That's it's excellent. That is excellent. Is it on so, HBO right now? It should be. Yeah. Okay. I can watch it then. It's really good. Yeah, um, you need to see the Batman. I do have Doctor Strange above it, not because of Benedict Cumberbatch. I swear That's on everything. I, I, it's not because of him. It's I just think it was a better actual action movie yeah. for me. No, I, think. I I have them literally a point separating them. So yes. like in terms of um, ranking, I think they're like back to back on my MCU ranking actually. So um, I'm trying to pull that up now, but my mouse. Won't work. Let's see where do I have them. Um, this has this has the movies and the TV shows. They're 18th and 19th, respectively, out of the 34 entries in the MCU. I have Thor: Love and Thunder just one spot ahead 
of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So, yeah, people said that they loved it way like coaches I work with say they love the Thor way better than Doctor Strange, and I had to like walk out of the room because I was like, "How dare you!" <laughs> I knew that would offend you. I, I don't feel that way. I don't. I don't know that I loved it, either of them that much more than the other. I think if I'm or like Coach West comparing, out there, Coach West on Twitter riling me up, making me all. If riled. I'm if I'm comparing quality, I'd probably say Doctor Strange is a tad bit better. If I'm comparing enjoyment, I probably said I enjoyed Thor a tad bit better. Um, that's so I fair. think they're kind of they're kind of right there with each other. That's, honestly, that's so. fair because. Doctor Strange is a dark movie in the way it goes, and if you're looking yeah. for just a nice movie to sit and watch that turn your brain off, you're going to watch Thor. Doctor yep, Strange, exactly. Doctor Strange is just a different tone, and very much. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, the next content we get it will be from Comic Con, and then I think in October will be the first DC movie I watch since, like maybe Batman's or the first Superman because I have not kept up with DC, but Black Adam yeah. comes out and. Did you ever watch the Suicide Squad? No, see, I've literally watched nothing. You need to watch the Suicide Squad. It's it's pretty good. It's different. I mean, it's it's Guardians on steroids. It's an R-rated Guardians, um, but it's it's leaps. I I enjoyed the original Guardians or Suicide Squad, um, but this one was so much better. Um, but yeah, I know you're excited for Black Adam. They'll we'll get some more information um, at Comic Con about that too, so we can talk about that in a couple weeks. Because um, it looks good. The, the, the trailer yeah, it looks, looks good. Yeah, it looks decent. Uh, real quick, Stranger Things thoughts? Oh my God, Logan, we need like another hour and a half. I, we're not we're not gonna go that long. Just quick quick thoughts. Quick thoughts on Stranger Things. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I. Don't know why the end episode had to be a whole Marvel movie length, but yeah, reading report reading reports from the Duffer brothers, they did say like they wanted to split it up, but they said just throughout the movie they just could not really find a point to where they want to stop it. And I call yeah. BS. They could have stopped it when they were fighting in the school. I said that would have been a perfect spot to just stop. Yeah. I don't understand that decision. I mean, I know why they broke it up into two parts. Um, that's a that's a business decision on Netflix's oh, I, end, but I didn't. Um, well, to they weren't done filming it, they weren't done editing it yet either. Well, yeah, but that too. But it, it's it was because the other main reason is goes back to the whole churn thing with streaming services is that the way they broke it up and released it that means <clears> people had to be subscribed to Netflix for two months as opposed to just one month. So um, again, that's just a business decision. Uh, but yeah, the, to do them the episode links like they did, especially those last two. One of them was an hour and a half and the other one was almost two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, it was like um, it's like No Way Home. Like yeah, it so was... I enjoyed it. Uh, I love that show. It's it's the best it's the best thing um Netflix has done. Um I mean I'm kind of ready for it to be over, to be honest. I think the kids are obviously outgrowing their characters a little bit. So um they've already announced that season five will have a significant time jump. Which makes sense, but um, I don't. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, no, but I mean, the kids are older now. I mean, they're they're well, in their twenties. So. It made sense when they announced it, but then when you saw the finale and how it ended, I'm like, how does that make sense now to yeah. do a time jump? But they have yeah, to. I don't know, um, but no, I've 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 enjoyed that show um, quite a bit. Um, I mean, I didn't love every decision that they made, um, and I I don't really. 
I don't really love the idea of killing off characters, but I think this is a show that they need to they need to get rid of people. Like there's just too many there's just too many characters. I mean they they bring on new characters and kill them off essentially every season, but um that main crew they they made I think the decision to keep we're getting into spoilers. Spoilers for, for Doctor Strange or Stranger Things. Um that the decision to keep Max alive, I think, was a late in the game decision. Just yeah. to they basically were kicking the can down the road on that one to make that decision for season five, what they want to do with her. Um so that yeah. was kind of uh that was kind of strange. But other than that, I enjoyed it. Um n- none of them were nominated for Emmys, which I thought was bizarre i thought that sadie sink and millie bobby brown were fantastic um i also had issues with emmy awards and this is us but um but yeah i i thought it was great i great it's know, great season they, yeah it was it was it was great tv i'm glad that they we finally got it and i keep hoping that one of these seasons will revolve around christmas but i don't think it's happening so Maybe you'll get that in season five. Maybe they will have to. Um, I, yeah, I mean, we'd have to do a whole another episode to really deep dive into that. But yes, you know, the, yeah. the quick summary is when Max was doing all that, you know, we looked at each other and I was like, it's happening. Like they're killing off a main character. And then then when she drops, I'm like, why would you want to be alive with your arms all snapped off? Like, Yeah, I think that was a decision that they made late in the game because they weren't exactly sure what they wanted to do with her. And then, so. then she's brain dead because I did get a little confused when she went into her mind and couldn't find her. I had to look it up and they said, well, that's um, showing that she's brain dead. And yeah. I'm like, okay. I didn't want her to be killed off. I'm not saying that, but like you kind of, they, they, they kind of teased it when she was marked and she has to hear the music. I'm like, you're kind of throughout the whole show. I said, she'll die at the end. That was my whole thing yeah. was she will go. And then I said, another character may go with her. Like I'm like trying to pinpoint when that was going to happen. And, um, you know, like Eddie, I didn't, I knew he would go. Cause I'm like, okay, here's their character that they introduced and he'll go. I thought that Russian guy would go cause he was getting a lot of screen time and I'm like, he will yeah. go, but he didn't. Um, I love David Harbor. So love to see him come back into the fold. My only issue ish with it is how spread out they were, but I understand why. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. They had them all spread out because now in season five, they'll all be back. Um, Not even real issue. It was just like, I just wish that they didn't spend all that time in Russia and all that. That was only my only critique. But that's just me being selfish of like, get them back to these characters. Yeah. Um, And the, and the, and the uh, rollerblade to the face, I, I started clapping. I was like, yes. <laughs> that was a strange choice. But I, I loved it. I was like, we were yeah. like, <laughs> I think we both at the same time were like, yeah, bitch. Like at the same time. <laughs> That's good. We All were, right. Karma sucks. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, anything else with Marvel, I guess? Because I mean. We have to do no, another... I mean, we didn't really talk about Miss Marvel, but you hadn't yeah. watched it, and there's not a lot to talk about other than you know, what happens kind of at the very end. But um, I've, yeah, again, I've... We're, we'll have some comic con stuff to talk about here in a couple of weeks. So I anticipate us talking about some some things then. So 
Yeah, um, I kind of. Well, we should hopefully have more of an idea of the general direction. I think uh, in a couple weeks from now. So. I have to rewatch Miss Marvel. Like I said, I kind of put it on and then I would start doing something else yeah. while it was on. like one of my guilty show guilty pleasure shows to put on is like how I met your mother. Sometimes I'll put it on because I can like do my football stuff or my basketball stuff and right. just listen to it or like the office and just listen to it. Right. Miss Marvel. That's kind of what happened to me. I watched the first episode. It didn't really drag me in. And then the rest of it, I just kind of put it on and yeah. whatever. And then the one that just came out, spoilers when they say the word mutant in it and you're like oh my god no i mean that could be anything and then to see captain marvel at the end and all that stuff which we already knew like it sets up no there was nothing in there that was nothing in there that was groundbreaking other than the fact that they said the word that they haven't actually been able to say in the mcu ever so um we did get ralph boner so that was close enough true good point (laughs) All right. I think we should probably shut it down. All right. Be on the lookout for a Stranger Good Things stuff. episode. Be on the lookout for a Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that was it for Marvel. Yeah. We're um, a little late on that. It's all right. It's all right. Um, well, that wraps up another Geek Corner. Hopefully, we get more content when Comic Con happens. And, uh, you know, them letting us know how Marvel goes. We'll get more stuff on the DC world and Black Adam and all that. So, Logan, thanks for coming back for the segment of Geek My pleasure, Corner. Steve. My pleasure. I look forward to doing this. Uh, hopefully we have plenty of stuff to talk about here in a couple of weeks with, with Comic-Con. I'm sure we will. So, guys, go like and subscribe. Go, Logan and, and Craig have not put out new episodes, but still go like and subscribe and watch the other stuff. We will be back. Craig and I will have new episodes here in the next couple of weeks, I would imagine. So uh, we'll be getting ready for for football, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun fall. It will be fun. So go do all that. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We will see you hopefully sooner rather than later for more Geek Corner. Hopefully. All right. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.